0: Ready to rock today, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass called The Entrepreneurial Leap. Do you have what it takes to become an entrepreneur? And to drop these value bombs, I have brought Gino Wickman on the mic. He's been an entrepreneur since the age of 21 and is the founder of EOS Worldwide and the author of Traction. He is also the founder and author of Entrepreneurial Leap with a mission to help 1 million entrepreneurs in the making over the next 10 years. And Fire Nation. Today, we'll be talking about the six essential traits of an entrepreneur, the entrepreneur in the making assessment, the eight critical mistakes that entrepreneurs make, and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Start building an army of loyal affiliates and brand ambassadors who constantly promote your products today. The step-by-step is waiting for you on my buddy Russell Brunson's new podcast miniseries, Traffic Secrets. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit trafficsecretspodcast.com. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase your profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Gino, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know.
1: You bet. Well, hello, Fire Nation. And uh, something about me most people don't know is that I'm an introvert. So most people would think I was an extrovert in all that I do and putting myself out there to the world. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm a true card carrying introvert.
0: You know, Gino, and maybe we can talk about this at some point in the interview if it comes up, but I would honestly say that nine out of 10 entrepreneurs identify themselves as introverts.
1: Yeah, and I, would, I don't know if it's nine out of 10, but I believe it's most as well.
0: It's up there. I mean, you know, it's something to, I think, because I think there's a scale. You know, I feel like there's people that might be like 60% introvert, 40% extrovert. It's not just like 100% one way or the other. Like just because, you know, you like to Netflix and chill by yourself every now and then doesn't necessarily mean you are a card carrying introvert, Fire Nation for sure. everybody out there. So there's a range. I, I'm, you know, I'm definitely in that higher range of being an extrovert. But at the same time, hey, I like to go on walks by myself. You know, I like to be in the hammock with nobody talking to me for stretches at a time. So I definitely have my introvert phases as well. So we've already done a little teaser, Gino, about what we're talking about today. A lot of exciting things. And as Fire Nation knows, we're talking about the entrepreneurial leap. Do you, Fire Nation, have what it takes to become an entrepreneur On fire. So let's dive in, Gino. I want to talk about the six essential traits of an entrepreneur. Let's break those six down and then do a deep dive into a couple of them.
1: You bet. And to create a little context, uh, this book is written in three parts. I call it Confirm, Glimpse, and Path. And so what we're about to talk about is that first part of the book that is first confirming if you are an entrepreneur in the making before we even get into talking about you taking your leap. And so in that, Uh, I believe there are six essential traits that every true entrepreneur possesses. They are visionary, passionate, problem solver, driven, risk taker, and responsible. And we can go as deep into any and all of those as you'd like.
0: This is what I want to do. I want to at least have one or two sentences on each one of those six. And then after we go through all six, Just based on those one or two sentences, I want to pick one or two to dive a little bit deeper on. So start with visionary.
1: Love it. And so here's what I ask. So as the listener is listening, I want you to really kind of do a checkup on yourself as I kind of do a riff through these uh, six essential traits and, and just kind of get a feel for if this describes you, because again, this describes all true entrepreneurs. Here we go visionary. And so visionary means that you have lots of ideas. You're able to connect the dots. You have this sixth sense. You see things that other people don't see. You're able to kind of see around corners and you're able to kind of put things together. Number two is passionate. And what I mean by passionate is passion is really passion for your product or your service, or that thing that you want to bring to the world. You have strong belief. There's a void that you want to fill in the world. You want to put a dent in the universe. You have what's known as a reality distortion field, as Steve Jobs was accused of having. Number three is problem solver. And problem solver is that you lean into problems. You are a creative problem solver. When you get hit with a setback, you lean into that setback. You're an optimist by nature. You see solutions where most people see problems. Number four is driven, and driven, very different than passion, where passion is about your product, service, the thing you're bringing to the world. Driven is this internal fire that you've always had, this sense of urgency, this competitive nature. You want to succeed. You are self-motivated. You hustle. You love working hard. Number five is risk taker. And risk taker just simply means you don't freeze when it comes time to make the tough decision. You're rebellious. You have a rebellious nature. You're willing to fail. You don't want to fail. You don't intend to fail. But you know that failure is all part of the process. And you will make those tough decisions and risk failing to ultimately achieve your objective. And you tend to be the kind of person that begs for forgiveness instead of asking (laughs) for permission. And then responsible, the final one, is that you blame no one. You take full responsibility. There are two types of people in the world. You can line everyone up in your life. There are the people that take responsibility when something goes wrong, and there are people that blame everyone else when something goes wrong, and so you default to looking in the mirror when something goes wrong. And I heard a great line just a few weeks ago uh, from one of our EOS implementers. And the, the essence of responsibility is if a meteor hits your building, <laughs> you know it's your fault. At the end of the day, you chose that building. You built that building. You chose to be there. And so that's you know just that kind of a person, somebody who's responsible, just defaults to saying, how do I solve my problem? And those are the six.
0: Fire Nation, six essential traits of an entrepreneur. Visionary, you have a lot of ideas. You literally claim to have had the idea for Amazon before Bezos. That's a lie, you didn't. But you claim it. Passionate, there's a void you want to fill, that reality distortion field. Problem solver, you are an optimist. Driven, I love this one, of course, because of the internal fire. Risk taker, you make decisions and are rebellious and responsible. You take 100% responsibility. One thing that I've always said is that hey, if I'm in a stop if I'm in a stop sign waiting, you know, for that light to turn red, if I'm at a stoplight and I get back rear-ended, it's my fault. It's my fault. Like it is 100% my fault. Like that's how much I believe in taking a hundred percent responsibility for everything. I mean, for me, Gino, that goes back to my army days. I was an officer for eight years and the commanders in my line of command that I always admired the most were those that took a hundred percent responsibility. I was like, I want to be like those people because no matter what happens, no matter whose fault it is, they take that responsibility. And I love that. It is passionate. It is so important for me to continuously be 100% responsibility. Love that. So Gino, I've gone through all six and the two that I want to dive into a little bit deeper is number one, problem solver, that optimist. So go a little bit deeper into this one. They're going to go a little bit deeper into the risk taker and then we'll move on.
1: Love it. Well, again, so, you know, as I said, you're a creative problem solver where problems happen. Most of the world sees problems. You tend to see solutions. And so, you know, building a business, being an entrepreneur, putting a product or a service out there to the world, you constantly get hit with setbacks, a problem with the product, a problem with the service, a surprise that absolutely knocks your business on its butt. Well, most of the world curls up in a ball sucks their thumb and 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 <laughs> waits for the problem to go away or someone else to solve it you get fired up you actually get energized and you lean into that and your brain just starts to go yes for 30 minutes, an hour, maybe even a day, you got knocked off kilter. But you get up, fired up, ready to solve whatever that problem is, be it a big one or a little one. And and I find that an entrepreneur is basically solving six problems a day if they have a normal business.
0: I mean, I'll tell you what, I'm not gonna lie. I dislike, I strongly dislike being around pessimists. I just don't like being around (laughs) pessimists. I never have. I don't know. It's just something about them. And it's even to this day, I mean, I have family members who are so pessimistic and I just can't stand spending a lot of time with them because I'm just like, why do you want to live the world this way? I mean, you have literally two choices. You can be an optimist or a pessimist and you're choosing that sad, sad route. And I don't get it in Fire Nation. I'm telling you, there are so few entrepreneurs who have truly been successful while being pessimistic. Like, you have to be an optimist. Like, yes, this went wrong. Now, where's the bright side? Where's the silver lining? Where's the sun shining through this cloud? Figure that out. And now, risk taker, Gino, I wanted to move into this one because... You know, I love personally being the devil's advocate. Like I always love to say the opposites, you know, of whatever someone says about their opinion, no matter if I agree with or disagree with it, because I love the conversation, you know, and I also love that phrase that you use, which is ask for forgiveness, never permission. I mean, that is literally how I live my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, looking back into why I launched Entrepreneurs on Fire, like I hired the mentors and the masterminds and they all told me, John, a daily podcast will fail. It just can't work. And I loved <laughs> that they said that because that gave me the chance to be rebellious and just go against the grain. So break this part down for us, risk taker.
1: Yeah, I love it. And I love your point there about, you know, I think about everything I've ever succeeded at. Somebody told me I couldn't yeah. do it. And for some reason that just fueled me 10x. And uh, anyway, with that. Well, that's Gino, but that
0: actually excited me as I'm sure it did you as well, because I'm like, wow, if these people think it can't be done. And I figured out how to do it. Wow, yes. that's awesome.
1: Dear, dear. Yeah. And then the other way I like to describe this is everybody thinks that an entrepreneur as a risk taker, you know, the one risk they take is when they start their business and take their entrepreneurial leap when, in fact, That is one of a thousand risks over a 10-year period. And so this is so important because I'm teaching these six essential traits and then there's an assessment that your listeners can take to make sure they have them because I'm first and foremost confirming that you have what it takes to become an entrepreneur. And it's a cautionary tale because if you don't have these, you probably shouldn't take the leap. And so my point is taking your entrepreneurial leap, that's one risk. And then getting your butt kicked every week for the next <laughs> 520 weeks over the next 10 years, you know that's where you're making tough decisions. You're having to fire people that are you know, lifelong employees. You're having to make really tough decisions. You have to fire customers. You have to make major changes to your product or service that potentially put you out of business. This is never ending this risk taking that you have to do. And so it is a forever thing. It's not a one-time thing. You check the box and all of a sudden you're in business.
0: Talk to us about the entrepreneurial range. What is this?
1: Yeah, so this helps me teach these six essential traits because the reality of it is what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to explain to the reader and your audience what a true entrepreneur is. And for people that listen to this that don't have all six essential traits, they feel a little defeated because they really want to be self-employed. And so the entrepreneurial range works like this. And so if you picture in your mind this arc, if you will, and on the far right side of the arc, you picture the word true entrepreneur. And on the far left side of that range or arc is self-employed. Well, every self-employed person is somewhere on that range. Mm-hmm. And so a true entrepreneur are the picture The if we go to the far right side of that range are the greatest entrepreneurs of all time. Henry Ford, Walt Disney, Thomas Edison, Oprah Winfrey, Sarah Blakely. And then if we go to the far left side of that range, are these are self-employed people, people with, you know, one person show, sole proprietors. Of of somebody who buys one franchise, somebody who has a lifestyle business. And so the point in that is all of the people on that range that have a business, they're all self employed. But what I'm teaching and speaking to are people on the right side of the entrepreneurial range that truly build organizations with people, uh, really making an impact on the world through an organization of people. And so No matter where you are on that range, it is respectful, you're taking a risk, you're a self-employed person, and many self-employed people need to stay on that left side of the range and just be a one-person show, and there's no shame in that. But if someone has these six essential traits, you can't stop yourself (laughs) but to end up with an organization and a product or service that is far-reaching. And so that's the range just to help the listener really understand the context of being self-employed and the audience that I'm teaching.
0: So I love that visual of the true entrepreneur all the way to the self-employed Fire Nation. So kind of visualize that, picture that as you're going through this process. And in your book, Gino, you have The Entrepreneur and the Making assessment. Give us a quick taste of what this looks like.
1: Yeah. And so it's free on the website, e-leap.com. You're going to answer 25 questions about yourself and you're going to get a result. And so it's everything we're talking about. And that result is just another way, another tool, another opportunity for you to filter yourself and decide, do you have these six essential traits? And if at the end of taking that assessment, you score a 90 or higher, there's a really good chance you probably have all six essential traits trades, where on the other side, if you score 60 or lower, I'm going to caution you that taking the entrepreneurial leap may not be the right decision for you in the way of being on the far right side of that range. All that said, you know, if you just want to have your own business, you want to be self-employed, and let's pretend you're handy. I mean, you can go start a handy person business, be a handyman, a handywoman, make 60 bucks an hour, yeah. a six-figure income, be self-employed, and that is admirable, so please go do that. But our odds are you're probably not going to build a 100-person construction company.
0: And Fire Nation, not everybody's meant to be a number one either, or, you know, even like the person that's running their own self-employed company. I mean, it's just a reality Like the number 37 at Facebook has made way more money than Gino mm-hmm. and I will combine to ever make. It's just like they were in the right place at the right time and they were adding value to a real corporation. And so that's why taking these type of assessments is so critical to really honestly gauge yourself. Because like, Look, like, it's a fad. It's cool. It's hip. Everybody wants to be a quote-unquote entrepreneur now, and that's awesome. And a lot of people can and should, but a lot of people can't and shouldn't. So, like, figure this stuff out before you spend a ton of time, energy, bandwidth, potentially money going down this path if it's not your path. And Fire Nation, if you think we're even close to being finished dropping value bombs, come on now. We've got eight critical mistakes that entrepreneurs make and so much more as soon as we get back from thinking out sponsors. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Fire Nation, meet Clay Clark. Clay has been coaching businesses just like yours since 2006. Yep, even through the Great Recession. And he does it for less money than it would cost to hire a full time minimum wage employee. At a time when Inc. magazine reports that by default, 96% of businesses will fail within 10 years, Clay is helping businesses like yours to grow on average by 104% annually. You might be wondering, how's this even possible? Well, Clay only takes on 160 clients. Which which means he's able to personally design your business plan. Plus, Clay's team helps you execute that plan with access to graphic designers, Google-certified search engine optimizers, web developers, online advertising managers, videographers, workflow mappers, and accounting coaches to help you get on top of your numbers. Visit thrivetimeshow.com fire to see thousands of video testimonials from real clients who Clay has helped over the years. Then schedule your free consultation with Clay himself to see how he and his team can help you you Thrive, that's thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. One of the biggest struggles we face as online business owners is building an audience. Getting traffic to your website, podcasts, videos, social media channels, it's not easy. But there's a framework that you can start using right now to consistently drive your dream customers to your business every day. Want that framework? Great news, Fire Nation. My buddy, Russell Brunson, is a co-founder of ClickFunnels and has grown his business to a near $1 billion valuation using traffic driving strategies as a back. of his business. And fortunately for the rest of us, he's one of the most generous people I know in the online business world. He just created a new podcast mini-series called Traffic Secrets to help you learn exactly how to borrow traffic from influencers in your industry, how to build an army of loyal affiliates and brand ambassadors who constantly promote your products, how to effectively build an email list, and so much more. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit Traffic Secrets Podcast. .com So Gino, we're back and I want you to give us a glimpse of what it looks like to be an entrepreneur.
1: Yeah, you bet. And so with that, you know, bringing you back to that context and your listener back to that context, we've talked about the first part of the book and this content, which is confirm. And let's pretend we've confirmed that you're an entrepreneur in the making. We move to the second part of the book, which is Glimpse. And you're grabbing one of the tools that I teach. And the idea behind Glimpse is to paint this vivid picture for that entrepreneur in the making so they can see in advance what the life looks like and make the right decision for themselves. And in that, I teach a day in the life of an entrepreneur, both the dream and the nightmare, the two scenarios that entrepreneurs live. And in that, what I do is I teach the eight critical mistakes that most entrepreneurs make to live and end up in that nightmare scenario. So again, I'll give you the high level and then we can go as deep as you'd like, but here, here they are. Number one is not having a vision. Number two is hiring the wrong people. Number three is not spending time with your people. Number four is not knowing who your customer is. Number five is not charging enough. Number six is not staying true to your core. Number seven is not knowing your numbers. And number eight is not crystallizing roles and responsibilities.
0: Okay, I definitely know the two that I want to go on a deep dive already because I just know my audience. But let's take a second, just like last time, let's go through, give one or two expounding sentences on each, and then we'll dive into two.
1: You bet. So number one, not having a vision. Simply put, you you don't need a detailed business plan any longer to launch your business. 95% of businesses don't need it. Eighty five percent of businesses are not raising outside funds when they start. And so the idea, though, is I created a tool called My Vision Clarifier, eight sections to it. And you're just simply getting out of your head and in a document, your vision, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to your people, you owe it to your customers. Number two is hiring the wrong people. So what happens in this situation is the entrepreneur almost always takes the leap, starts to grow the business, needs people, and they grab the closest body that they can. And so they hire their brother, their sister, their best friend, their mom, their dad, their neighbor, and they throw them into the business and have not confirmed that that person fits in the culture, has the core values, has the skill set to do the job. And sadly, they're firing that person a year or two or three years later. And each one of these mistakes stem from the 30 years of me working with companies and taking clients through my process. These are all the mistakes that we're fixing and solving and unwinding as we as EOS implementers are helping companies through the process. Number three is not spending time with your people. And so a classic mistake of the entrepreneur is their passion leads everything and they're bringing people into the organization and these people are just following them aimlessly because they're so fired up about the passion where they're just not spending enough time and so months in years in all of a sudden communication is always the number 1 problem and so the quick solution is meet with your people weekly Meet with your people quarterly and give feedback open and honest and often that will solve 85% of your communication problems. Number four is not knowing who your customer is. And so a classic mistake is that an entrepreneur is trying to be all things to all people. They're marketing and selling their wares to everyone in the world where the real secret is is to hone your target market, know your ideal customer, demographic, geographic, psychographic and target them. Number five is not charging enough, classic Mistake where it's a psychological issue. Most entrepreneurs undercharge. And, and to the degree they literally raise their fees 10%, it's the difference between going out of business and staying in business. The difference between losing money and making money. Number six is not staying true to your core. Classic mistake here is the more successful you get, the more opportunities come at you, the more shiny stuff presents itself. And so most entrepreneurs go after all the shiny stuff and find themselves diluted and unfortunately out of business because they didn't stay true to their core. Number seven is not knowing your numbers. Classic issue with someone with the six essential traits, they're typically not great with the numbers, but simply put, have a weekly scorecard, monitor your monthly P&L, have a budget. And number eight is not crystallizing roles and responsibilities. Even if you only have two people, you and one other, you need to have... In an org chart, roles and responsibilities, you need to know who's doing what. It will set you up for great success as you add the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, tenth, one hundredth person to your organization.
0: Okay, the first one I want to dive into is number five, not charging enough. I can tell you from firsthand experience, uh, Fire Nation comes at me all the time like, John, what do I charge for this? What do I charge for that? It's such a stress point. It causes fear, it causes paralysis. They don't move forward because of it. So they're either charging way too less or way too much, or they just don't know what to do here. So let's go a little bit deeper into this. Like, how do we actually figure out? what that price point, that right price point might be.
1: Yeah, great. I want to share three things. Number one, I cannot tell you how many times I've advised a client to raise price, raise fee. They did it without a hitch. So I'm speaking from experience on this. One example is a client was charging $95 an hour for their tech service When they just raise it to $99, there's a 4%, almost a 4% increase in the bottom line. They didn't skip a beat. Second thing I always like to share is a great tool for your listeners. Watch Casey Brown's TED Talk on this subject. She is the expert, the guru on pricing, and she will take you to the psychology of why you are struggling with charging enough. Again, it is a psychological issue. And then a fun little nugget from Dan Sullivan, the creator of The Strategic Coach, the way he describes it is he says, here's how you do your pricing. He says, pick the number that scares the heck out of you and then (laughs) add 20%.
0: (laughs) Add 20%.
1: And that is true. It's true almost all the time, but that's the kicker is the add 20%. So there's a couple of nuggets to stir the conversation.
0: Okay, the next thing I want to move into is not knowing your numbers. I mean, let's just be honest right now. Coronavirus, COVID-19, I mean, that hit a lot of people out of nowhere. They weren't prepared, and you are seeing businesses in record numbers failing. And I'm not going to lie, like I'm I feel bad for a lot of these businesses, but at the same time I'm like, what were you thinking? I mean, listen, the fact that in 2 weeks like you can't make payroll because you have no revenue coming in, the fact that you have less than 1 month's operating expenses, like I know businesses. Is tough, but I mean, pe- pe- people and businesses have been running with these ultra thin margins for so, so long now. And they've done it, you know, because frankly, they thought they could get away with it. And they're going on vacations and buying luxurious homes, doing all these other things with their money when they could have been shoring up their overall businesses. Uh, their business finances because they didn't know their numbers and they didn't realize that, hey, if something happens, like you are literally going to go from a business that's chugging along to all of a sudden, oh my God, I literally can't meet payroll next week. So a lot of businesses going out of business are facing bankruptcy, are begging for handouts because they just haven't really known their numbers for years now. What say you?
1: Yeah, I say a lot. (laughs) So I'm going to put it in a nutshell in two minutes for you as best I can. But I could literally go for an hour on this. And what I would urge and ask John is I wrote a a three page article on this. That is all of my advice. 30 years, three crises. Um, If you could put a link to that, you know, along with this podcast, I think it would help a lot of your listeners. But I'm going to give you a couple nuggets on this because I wanna give you nuggets that will help your entrepreneurs and future entrepreneurs for decades, not in just this crisis. And so the first one is uh, something my business mentor taught me 30 years ago. And he talked about the 10-year business cycle. And again, this all goes into much more detail in the article, but 10-year business cycle works like this. In business, you are going to have two great years six good years, and two terrible years that could potentially put you out of business. And since he taught me that, it has held true for three decades. This is just another crisis. Now, knowing that, because again, the person that's sitting there in pain is saying no, Sherlock. Well, listen, everyone that listened to me is at peace right now. And so what that means, knowing that, that means in the next 10 years, another one is coming. What the hell it is? Who the hell knows? 9-11, a virus, a stock market crash, a great recession, who knows? But I promise you it's coming. And so knowing it's coming, you've got to be prepared. And the way to be prepared is to have six months cash flow for your business and for yourself personally, so that you're prepared for this downturn. And so those are the two big awarenesses that will give you peace in the next one. And then again, I could rattle off the whole article to you for an hour, but please read it because I've been asked this so many times in the last 30 days, I decided to put it all in one place. <laughs> and it's and it's 30 years of doing business turnarounds, fighting through crises. And so it comes from a lot of experience. The first crisis, you know, I went from being a millionaire to $200,000 in debt. So I know the pain many of you are feeling out there and uh, you got to be prepared going forward for the next one.
0: So Gino, the grand finale, let's just cut through all the flack. Give us the path to becoming a successful entrepreneur.
1: <laughs> I love that. So, so first of all, let me start with the disappointing statement. There is no path. There is no process. There is no system. And that's why I lay this book out the way that I do. And, and, and so what I mean by that is, is, Everyone thinks that there's this perfect path. You write a business plan, you go raise money, you go sell a product, It's step by step by step. It doesn't work that way. And that's why I start this book talking about the six essential traits. Because if there is a path, it is step one, you have an idea. Step two, you take a leap. Step three, you fight like hell for 10 to 20 years. And step four, you emerge a successful entrepreneur Hopefully, because there's a 50-50 chance that you won't. Now, I say all of that because now we're going to the third part of the book that is PATH. What I do in PATH and what I feel I can help the entrepreneur in the making be prepared for is, is I go through the whole gamut, college or not, if you're at that age, how to find your passion, how to find a mentor, tenure thinking, eight disciplines for greatly increasing your odds of success, and then the nine stages of growing your business. The point in all of that is, what I'm doing is I'm showing you milestones. I'm creating an awareness that will literally help you head off at the pass half of the mistakes you're going to make. The other half you need to make, they're all part of the process, but it will greatly increase your odds of success, help you eliminate half those mistakes. And all of a sudden, now you move forward with this awareness, greater odds you'll succeed. But the reality of it is now that you've taken your leap It's the six essential traits that's going to help you evolve, bob, weave, adjust, move, change, wherever needs to happen along that journey over 10 years. It's that that makes an entrepreneur successful. It's not following some step-by-step methodical process. There isn't one. It doesn't exist. It never has and probably never will.
0: Gino, you have dropped so many value bombs today. Of course, you couldn't drop as many value bombs on this episode as you could drop in your book. So please give Fire Nation the call to action. How can we acquire your book?
1: So all things are at the website e-leap.com. What you'll find there are nine free tools to help you become a successful entrepreneur. Uh, the book is available at all major retailers. So you can certainly go to any major retailer. There's a free first 30 pages of the book on the website that you can download. Certainly the assessment is there again, along with seven other great tools uh, that will help you, but everything can be found at e-leap.com
0: fire nation, You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with GW and JLD today, so (laughs) keep up that heat. And if you head over to eofire.com and type Gino, G-I-N-O, in the search bar, his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Links, all that jazz. But your direct call to action e-leap.com. See what he has going on over there. Gets all of this genius in one place. And Gino, thank you, brother, for sharing your truth, your knowledge, your value with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. My pleasure. Hey, Fire Nation, today's value bomb content was brought to you by Gino. And have you ever considered running and creating your own masterminds? Well, I created a completely free course to help you do just that. It includes a two-hour training with Tony Robbins. Visit mastermindonfire.com. Check it out today and I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flippity-flip side. Start building an army of loyal affiliates and brand ambassadors who constantly promote your products today. The step-by-step is waiting for you on my buddy Russell Brunson's new podcast miniseries, Traffic Secrets. Open your podcast app and subscribe to Traffic Secrets now or visit trafficsecretspodcast.com. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase your profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. thrivetimeshow.com slash fire.